0: When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business.
1: Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a wonderful week. It is a great week here in the New York City area. You know It might be a little on the cold side, but it's nice and warm here in the studio, and we have a great guest today. But again, if you are uh, new to Sustainable Success, we welcome you. Again, uh, we're here each and every week, every Thursday from 12 p.m. East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We also encourage you to check out our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests that we've had over the years sharing their words of wisdom sharing insights to help scale not only your businesses, brands, but also your personal life. We're very diverse here. We like to look at success from a 360 degree viewpoint. So again, you know, if you're not in harmony or in alignment in any way, we can't really experience sustainable success. So uh, today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. This is a social media community platform that brings together people, not only from universities that you attended, but also it can be former businesses that you worked with that may be no longer in business. It could be fraternities, sororities. It gives you an opportunity to now get in touch with people that you haven't been in in touch with in quite some time. You can share memories, share new experiences, but also meet new people, perhaps finding your next job, your next business opportunity or partnership. Again, check out uh, Alumni Direct at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumni.com. Direct.com. Uh, today's show, we're going to be talking about create value upfront and the money will come. Again, this is a, a topic that really is true to my heart. As you, everyone knows here with Sustainable Success, we're all about giving value, giving without expectation, receiving without resistance. Again, something that a lot of us don't do a good job of receiving. And that's what we teach a lot here at Sustainable Success. It's about giving, though, without expectation then receiving without resistance. Today, uh, our guest is gonna be Leah Woodford. Again, before I introduce her, she is the chief executive officer and founder of the SmartFem Media Group, a full service digital marketing and advertising company. SmartFem was created as a result of her many years as a publicist, columnist, and as a radio and TV show personality. Leah has extensive experience as a media personality and developed her own segments for ABC, NBC, CBS, as well as the Fox Networks. One of her favorite projects was Looking for Love with Leah, a popular Thursday night radio show, a radio call-in show for singles. Leah has also chaired, organized, and emceed for a number of organizations, including nonprofits such as Camp Soaring Eagle, American Heart Association, Make-A-Wish, Alice Cooper's solid rock foundation in St. Jude's Hospital. And I can keep going on and on and on, but without further ado, we welcome Leah Woodford to the show. Leah, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good, Chris. Boy, that introduction makes me feel really old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey, we're I I, I I'm I, I'm right up there with you. I'm I, I'm on the other side of 50 now, so it, it, uh, yeah, it it's all good. It's all good. You know, we 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 keep young and with what we do. So, it, it's not the age that matters. So, so I'm so happy to have you coming from Scottsdale, Arizona. And, you know, God, I wish I could be in Scottsdale right now because <laughs> it's so cold here in uh, the East Coast, but we're getting close. We're getting close to spring here. So, you know, I've I've had the privilege of knowing you for the last three years. And, you know, you run, you know, the, the Summit, the SmartVent Summit you run is just second to none. It is the be- It is one of the top events I've, I've I had the privilege of speaking at and the great people that you bring together to add value. And you're always about adding value and, and helping people, you know, to really get their brands out there, and, and but in a way that is compelling to others. It's not just about them, but about everyone, the people they touch and everything. And I'd like you to talk a little bit to the audience that's listening now live and those that will be listening later and those on Facebook as well. What is it about creating value up front and allowing the results to be, you know, come in as a byproduct of that?
2: Well, I think we're all coming from different places, and you kind of got to build your tribe, but when you build your community, um, they're family. You know, these are people that you care about, and um the only way I know how to sustain a business is to do what you say you're going to do um, and continue to do it. And when you, when you aren't able to, to follow through with something and that's happened to me before, you know um, you come to them and you tell them the truth, Hey, you know, that didn't happen, but here's what I can do. And I think integrity up front and being very, very honest with your clients is is really the the best thing that you can do. And really listen to them. You know, I think this is a problem with a lot of entrepreneurs. And I know because I used to do this myself. Instead of listening to what their pain points are, I'm already ready to solve the problem. You can't do that. You got to know what the problems Hmm. are first.
1: Uh, And you made a great point about values, about, you know, honesty, integrity. And those are very, very important. A lot of times people, you know, maybe not aware that they're not taking that into consideration because a lot of times subconsciously, that's what people pick up on. You're, like you said, we're humans. We're going to make, sometimes we make mistakes and we are, but we, we admit to that, but we do what, what's necessary to make up for whatever we, had, you know, committed to or or promised in, in in what we were looking to help somebody with. So, that is so true. Talk a little bit about, because I, you know, your, your, your summits, and everything I've been exposed to has always been built around those values. You're, you know, it's about trust. It's about integrity. It's about follow through. And, and you've always delivered on all of those areas, at least when I look at it from my, per, my perspective. So talk about why that is so important for someone in their business that's out there listening, that, that we have to be able to look at those things and really, like you said, listen to people first before we respond.
2: Well, and I think that is such a big problem in today's uh, look at me society, selfie society. I think we're always ready to have that cute sound bite and everything else, but we forgot the art of active listening. And, and really, I think, you know, not only business wise, but on a personal, in our personal lives, people just want to be heard. You know, I know I do. There's times where, you know, I may be having an issue and I want to talk to my husband and he's already trying to solve the problem. And all I wanted to do was just discuss it with him. (laughs) And business is like that, too. Business is a relationship and we need to treat it that way.
1: Yeah. And that's so true. We said relationship because it is about relationships because so, again, without, you know, without really understanding each other to the best of our abilities, whether if that, you know, this is, you know, your role and duty in the situation, this is their role or duty in the situation and other people that are involved. If we have a better understanding, we can then communicate more clearly and more specific. We're not, it's not by chance, it's not by assumption and speculation. And these are the things that allow us, like you said, to solve potential problems, fix issues and, you know, together create solutions. Talk a little bit about, you know, when you talk about from your, you know, as a, having a media company, some of the things that you do to help people in this particular area. Like when, it, when we look at, built, when you look at their businesses and they're looking to get that exposure out there, talk a little bit about how you position them and so on.
2: Well, we really take a look at um, who are you, who do you serve and what problem do you solve? And really, who is that ideal target demographic? Because you can have the most amazing marketing campaign, but if, it, if the messaging isn't right and if it's not landing on the right audience, then it's not going to work. So you really have to listen to the client and you have to make sure that what they, what they want to present is actually in alignment with those things you know, yeah. and um, I also like to go into the psycho de- demographics, you know, of your buyer, you know, and also educating, educating consumers, I think is really important, because we all want that now buyer, right? The reality is, it's a buyer's journey. And most people are not ready to whip out their credit card. So you have to nurture that relationship, you have to build it and continue to provide value. And as they see you, know you, like you, trust you, that's when they're going to want to buy. Especially when they watch you in action and then they can begin to trust you. It's like, "Oh, she gets me. She knows what she knows what I need to do. Now I'm ready to invest."
1: Yeah. So true. Like I said, like when you when when, when you connect with somebody and you feel like I can trust them, they have my back. I feel like I've been heard. You have that felt feeling you're more likely now to be to say, hey, I know this person can help me get me to where I have to go. They provide, in this case, you provide a channel for them to really, you know, put out their brand, but in a way that really resonates, like you said, with the, with their buying audience. It's not about that someone's going to just buy like on the spot, but it's, again, building that trust. Again, those values behind the scenes and subconscious and giving them like that platform to do that. What would be like if, you know, from your experience being a, di- you know, digital media company, you you have, you run events and you do all these other things. You have magazines. Talk a little bit about like, what would be, you know, it's never going to be a one size fits all for everyone. Never. But, yes. <laughs> like first, but, that's just about the reality. but talk a little bit about like how you approach that with, you know, because every, you know, every person's going to, you know, there could be speakers, there could be coaches, there could be brick-and-mortar businesses or, you know, people selling products. Talk a little bit about like like what would be that process to flush that out with people.
2: Really, I like to take a look at um, who they're serving now, what their product line is, what their branding is. Is their branding in alignment with the messaging and is it going to land with that audience? Um, I tend to focus on two brands. I like luxury branding. And I'm just now getting into the health and wellness. That's why I have this Colorado property. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, those are two two places that I'm really comfortable and I've worked a lot in those spaces. So I don't, I think the more, you know, Jen Devor says this and I love it, is the riches are in the niches. You know, um, being a surgeon, you're oh, a heart surgeon, you're going to always make more money, you um, doing less surgeries than a GP in a regular practice. I I like to specialize and I really try to tell my clients um, that they need to specialize. Now yes I do do a lot of things but I do it in those industries. It's it's okay to have a lot of skill sets but you also need to have a narrow net.
1: Mm -hmm. Well definitely when you said luxury I mean you got you got you captured that right there. I mean you have the luxury of being in the private jet industry, which <laughs> that's as luxury as it gets, and I and you and I relate to that because I spent uh, almost 18 years of my career in aviation and brokering aircraft and being involved in aviation media. So, I-
2: Want to come yeah, back, Chris?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you, you don't have to twist my arm to get back to Scottsdale uh, Airport. So, <laughs> and we do have a guy, we have Tom Harmon. If Tom Harmon is listening here on Facebook, Tom knows this very well. He spent many years in the aviation business. Tom and I used to do business together. So, uh, Tom is retired now but he definitely loves aviation so I'm hope he's listening here and he's getting a lot out of what you're sharing but but yeah I mean aviation is definitely one area and you know when it comes to luxury and
2: luxury cars too Chris
1: Luxury cars yeah
2: I mean Lexus has been a sponsor of mine for 11 years Yeah So actually not true it's only been eight he was with Volvo first and came over so I like to go deep in my relationships with my sponsors and I I take it very personally and I know a lot of people don't agree with that I my motto is if I don't want to break bread with you I probably don't want to work with you because I know that if I really know you and I'm really invested in our relationship I'm going to throw my heart over the bar for you
1: yeah yeah well, that's clearly evident. You know, I mean, when you put on the Smart Fem Summit, you, you know, you always. I mean, not only is the summit from this is obviously before COVID when you used to have the in-person events, but even the virtual events that you've had, it's always well structured. It's always designed to bring out the best in in the 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 experts that are participating, and then also the guests that you're you know you're, you're looking to create an experience, and you always. You always, you know, at the end concluded with the with the with a wonderful party. I mean, it's just second. I mean, it's just top. Even the one that we had you had in October. I mean, it was just incredible. Some of the things that you had there with the uh, the old photo booth thing that remember oh, that? The camper
2: yeah, Instagram booth. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: that was great. Those were key. I mean, they that got a lot of lot of likes on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I remember that in October. So, but uh but yeah, none to say, You, you, relationships are so key. And talk a little bit about some of the things that you 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 could share with the audience that could help them to nurture those relationships. Whether if it's with sponsors, you know, uh, you know, people that are you know are you know that do business with you from the media perspective in, in terms of branding. Talk a little bit about how you nurture those relationships. We got about four minutes, less than four minutes to the break, so give us enough time.
2: You know what? I really try to make it about them. I really try to make it about them. Um, And this is what I love about the summit. I probably speak the least at the summit. (laughs) I bring in people that I have vetted carefully, like yourself, Chris. Um, And, Chris, let's just be really honest. You know, when we had to pivot to that first virtual and Zoom didn't have all the security. I mean, we were porn bombed. We had anti Oh, yeah.
1: That happened at the end when I was speaking. I remember I that.
2: <laughs> I know. But you were a rock star. I'm on the ledge. And my old TV personality is going, cut, 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 cut. But I had a whole team around me because you guys are all friends. Yeah. And it takes a lot of pressure off of you delivering if you have amazing people to work with. You know, I don't need to be the smartest person in the room. I just want to be the most strategic and I want to be the one that really sees um, the jewels and the gems and not only in the audience, but on the stage, you know, I'm looking for value to provide to my community, whether it's our magazine, whether it's, uh, elite entertainment our in-flight magazine whether it's smart Femme epic events magazine because we do event planning not only for us but now big companies we just booked one for 200 people a three-day conference and a vip hangar party so i love being creative but i can't do it alone so i really love working with the people that go all in 100 percent every time
1: I want to talk about that. We'll talk about it after break. We'll have more time about surrounding yourself with excellence because, you know, in the business that you're in, and this could apply to many different businesses, that we have to, we can't do it alone. And there are many people that for some reason feel like they, they have to control everything and they just don't allow, you know, other people that can leverage those weaknesses to allow you to focus on your strengths. So I think that's going to be so, so important. So we got a couple minutes. So I figured before we get into that segment, so um, just to kind of round off, if we can summarize for the audience, just a real quick, like, again, what would be some, you know, just a couple, like a couple bullet points or golden nuggets, just that you can suggest someone listening right now, that if they, they could take the first step in helping them to really position and brand themselves to, in a way that will serve others and serve them. If you can just share that briefly.
2: Get a mentor. <laughs> Get a mentor. Um, I I could have gone much further faster if I had moved, acted on that earlier, but I thought I could do it all myself.
1: <laughs> well, no, absolutely. Well, I, I support, you know, a mentor because I've had mentors throughout my career, even before I got into this business, you know, about 10 years ago, you know, I, I had mentors even when I was speaking in the aviation business and, and so on. So, uh, yeah, it's so true because a mentor, you know, again, has walked in your shoes and, and it's not that you're trying to become like the mentor. You're just knowing that you, you relate to them on their values, their experience and something that you can take and apply to your situation and how you can become now your your own person in that space that is an asset and a resource for others. And it, clearly, you, you do that at SmartFrem. So, well, I do want to talk about this round of the excellence thing with people, which we're going to do every after break. Again, we're with Leah Woodford again. We're talking about create value up front and the money will follow. Again, we have to go to break, but we'll be right back. Give us two minutes and we'll coming right back.
0: Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com.
1: Now, back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back again. We are here with uh, Leah Woodford. Again, she is the founder and CEO of the SmartFem Media Group. Again, they are a full-service digital marketing and advertising company. We highly encourage you to check them out. Leah will be sharing later uh, some more information on how you can get in touch with her and learn more about the SmartFem Media Group for either your own corporate events, um, you know, organization events, or if you are an individual looking for branding, this is the woman you want to talk with, and we will uh, again stick around so you'll be able to find out more information how you can get contact with her later. We are talking about create value up front, and the money will come. So, Leah, we had left off where we talked about like when you look at where you are today with the Smart Fab Media Group, and you know, obviously, you're the founder. You, you know, you had you came up with the idea, but it, it it there took more than just you to build this media group. Talk about surrounding yourself with excellence.
2: Well, I was blessed. Um, I was blessed. When I conceived this idea, actually, it was my daughter who really kind of pushed me into it in 2009. Uh, Full transparency, I was a dating and relationship columnist and TV correspondent. And she saw me uh, doing one of my segments in her dorm room. And, you know, I get the phone call. Do 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 do, mom! You need to create something that's going to educate, empower, and inspire women. You need to use your contacts um, to elevate them. Most of the girls that I go to school with have no idea what they want to do, but they can describe every single second of their wedding day, and that is still true today. Chris, I'm going to tell you, I was with a good friend of mine, a client, Linda Johansson James. We were at a restaurant. On a Monday night, it got really, really loud. And I asked the waiter, what's going on? And they said, All these women reserve Mondays for the bachelor. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I am just saying my work is not even close to being done.
1: You know. <laughs> so so here in this case, your daughter played an instrumental role in kind of sparking the idea for you. And
2: here's my why.
1: Yeah, you know, and, yeah,
2: And I had a funny conversation with my middle son. He goes, mom, are you going to create smart dude? <laughs> uh, I just said, well, when I can elevate women so that they can, they're financially responsible for themselves, you will no longer be an ATM machine. He goes, I'm good with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, e- even at the Smart Fem Summits you have quite a few men, you know, it's not just, I women. Do. yeah, absolutely. We, we
2: still need our male ambassadors and you know, there's still a bias. I mean, let's take a look at even our government. I mean, there it's still a very patriarchal society and you know, I'm, I am a feminist, but I'm a postmodern feminist. I love men. I'm married to one, you know, I raised a couple of them, you know, um, I, I think that there is enough equity, for, you know, and there's enough business for everybody. But I think it's time for um, men and women to lock arms, like we have, Chris. I mean, yes. we locked arms three years ago, you know. Absolutely. And it's fun, you know. <laughs> I like the yin and the yang.
1: Well, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, you got you got the masculine energy, the feminine energy, and and again, everyone and then everyone's got their own unique personalities in, in there. You know, you mix that all in there and it just it just creates, you know, that diversity to really create that harmony to make things, to elevate things. So, it's just, you know, because, you know, you're never going to be everything for everyone, but, but in case when you're bringing people together with those different energies, male, female, and so on, it just kind of, you're, you're able to resonate with the majority of the people that you're impacting, you know, whether if it's, <laughs>
2: Yeah. I always bring in the best people. Sometimes yeah. a woman isn't available. Yeah. You know? um, so I bring in the best people that have been vetted. Would I like to bring in more women? Yeah, I would. But I still have an obligation to my audience to make it the best experience for them. Yeah. And so what I want to do, though, is I like to see my tribe rise. I like to see them come and become part of the community and earn their way to the stage.
1: Yeah, that's it. You know, and and you have, you know, you create you create that platform for them because everyone has a message. And, you know, and I guess what it you know, you know, when you you're dealing with people that you're working with, with branding, they have a message, but sometimes they're just not sure how to get it out there or, you know, what is the best way to, to really connect with their audience or people that can benefit from it? What suggestions would you make there for people that might be on the fence of kind of trying to figure that out right now?
2: I think clarity is the number one problem for um, most entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, I think they're so busy wearing so many hats that they haven't really um, had the time or work with some someone to really do the deep dive who are you who do you serve you know what's keeping your customer at night who is your ideal customer you know i think that's the biggest problem before you can brand before you can do anything you actually have to know who you are and who you serve and i see i see a lot of people just trying to make businesses out of their passion but they haven't done the deep dive and the deep work first. And one other thing about um, pa- making your passion a business once you become, <laughs> once you make your passion your business, then it becomes a job. <laughs> so, <laughs> a deep dive up front, it'll save you a lot of headaches.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. And it, so true. Because, you know, it, it's, it is your pa- passion, but but you have to have a process along the way. And, you know, I, I know I'm looking back on my business, you know, I had to count on certain people that you yeah, had to, you know, really offset my weaknesses, things that I really wasn't good at. So, it allowed me to really focus on what I am good at, you know, because even when I was trying to do the things I wasn't good, at, I could do it. But it was taking, it was like the energy. I wasn't putting the energy where it mattered, where I could add more value. So, that's so true.
2: That so. is really a key piece to Chris, I think we have to stay in our zone of genius. And we when we're wearing all these hats, um, it takes us away from that. And think about this, we can bring somebody in and delegate or maybe get a VA and get rid of that stuff. Um, When I was in sales years ago in software, you know, one of the things my managers always said is don't confuse activity with productivity. And that's Mm. so true. You have to really know, okay, this is going to bring me business. This is going to serve my business. You know, this is stuff that's just keeping me busy that I can hire somebody else to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you made a great point. It's like, you know, again, people, especially in today's world, there are a lot of people are busy, even through COVID. A lot of people are busy, but are they really productive? That's the question. You know, just like you said, there's activity, but is it productivity? And there's a big difference because, you know, really, are, are you really focusing on the things that are really are producing in your business? Because If you're not producing your business, then you're not adding value like you think you are because, again, that value is, you know, that the productivity and then, of course, the, the revenue, money, whatever, how you look at it is a byproduct of that value. So, what would be some things you could, you know, shed some insight for people that kind of that might be blinded by, like, they might think they're being productive, but they're really caught up in the activity?
2: I really like time chunking. You know, I mean, a lot of us are, you know, let, let's face it, we're on this thing. We look at it at least 150 times a day. You know, the reality is we need to delegate times. You know, I'm going to check my emails from this time to this time. Uh, you know, the more systems and processes that you can put in place, the more freedom you're going to have. I mean, that's really what I wanted to lifestyle business. And we hear that a lot. Oh, you know, she's on a jet or whatever. Well, you know what? I do do that, but I'm actually going up to Colorado and I'm spending some time with my son who's remodeling our house, but I'm also working. I'm creating two magazines for clients while I'm up there. You know, it allows me to, I, as an entrepreneur, I do not believe in the nine to five and weekends off. I believe, and I don't believe in balance. I believe in work-life integration. You know, that may not be for everybody, but that's what works for me because I'm a creative and I got to go, you know, there's times when I don't feel like riding, but I got to do it. Um, But I need a creative outlet and going up in a beautiful place. I am not a gym monkey, but I'm active. And hiking really gives me so much clarity. And I think that we just get so inundated and overwhelmed that sometimes I think we just need to walk away hike, get into nature, and then come back to things at a later time.
1: Mm, I think so too. Yeah, that work-life balance thing is, there's no such thing as balance, right? I mean, I mean, if a seesaw would never be on its axis, it's teetering. So, it's like that harmony, but you said integration, which I think is a great term because, it, you know, it's very realistic, you know, when you think about it. It's like, oh, yeah, I want balance. Well, okay, good luck. It, it, that, that means you got to be perfect. You're standing
2: hurt. still. When you're balanced, you're not moving.
1: Yeah. You're, you're yeah.
2: not moving. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I wanted to do, um, especially when Paul left the company um, to go create his amazing jet charter company, and it is amazing.
1: <laughs> oh, I've seen it.
2: <laughs> um, but, you know, that left a big hole because his skill sets, um, I would have to hire four people to do the things that he did. So I had to pivot my business. You know, it's just like, okay, we're not going to build websites anymore. And I just really and I had 15 people, you know, on payroll. We scaled it back. You know, I'm down to 3 now. And interestingly enough, we're making more money. There's a lot less drama. And I'm doing what I love to do. When you get to a certain point, And you have somebody that you lose like that. I felt like I was just selling ads to make payroll and it was soul crushing because I'm a creative. I'm a creative at the end of the day. And it wasn't fun anymore. And I told Paul, I said, I think it might be time to sell. And he goes, No, I think it might be time to reinvent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he goes, Look at what you're doing with these magazines for other people. You know, you love television production, you love magazines, you you really love. Events. Why not just focus on the things that you know you're good at and that you love to do and let all that other stuff go away? And that really has been great. And and I'm going to say the magazine, I did that very reluctantly. I did not want to. I'll just show you what I mean, Chris.
1: Yeah, please. I've
2: I've had um, the magazine for a long time. Um, But it's a digital magazine. So we created a digital and a print and I had no idea it was going to take off the way it did. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I've done one for Damon John's business partner. I've had Jack Canfield on the cover. Um, You know, I just did an interview with Jane Seymour. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm actually going to get to interview Martin Cove for the, for the cover of um, Paul's elite entertainment magazine. You know, so these people are stuck at home with COVID. So it's been a, it's been great. You, you, for you, getting, get, you get,
1: you get, you got them now. Yeah. It, it, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> they're not on the fly.
2: But what I found is um, we've created the wow box and the magazine and we're sending out tangible products to people now, you know, our bigger clients, not to everybody because it's digital and yeah. print, but to my bigger clients, they're going to get you the course They're going to get the magazine. They're going to get personalized, um, a card, a signed book. You know, it's about giving them something. It's kind of like the subscription box, you know, meets the magazine. You know, think about this. Uh, Oprah, when she left her TV show 19 years ago, how did she stay relevant? O Magazine. And through O Magazine, she created, you know, uh, the Oprah Winfrey Network. Fast forward, um, Chip and Joanna Gaines, HGTV. You know, they have a product line that they weren't able to put on HGTV. So they created Magnolia Magazine, sold it out, first day. And the travel channel came and and not only gave them a channel, gave them their own network. So I feel like success leaves clues. And it's so funny because um, I follow Shark Tank. Um, I've interviewed a couple of people, but but Moink is a bunch of farmers that got together organically, ethically, um, creating products. And we order them, but now they just created their first magazine. I got it in the mail, you know, two days ago. Mm -hmm. So I like to figure out where the trends are. Um, You have to go where your customers are and also where technology is. Mm. And right now with this lockdown, we're excited when the Amazon guy shows up. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, especially if you're going to create a higher ticket item, you have to, you have to really, your, your branding and your marketing has to be spot on because it takes a lot of that, um, that angst away. If they see that much thought and your brand spot on. And, you know, like, for instance, here's how I won this uh, conference. We sent a wow box. We sent the magazine. We put the proposal in there. And then I had all kinds of promotional items from our advertisers along with the personalized notes. And, of course, we got it.
1: You know? <laughs> well, and you I stood out. that's
2: working a
0: lot.
1: Yeah. Well, it stands out. It just shows that you, you put a lot of thought and it's you know, it's just more than, Hey, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking to build a relationship. I'm looking to create a great experience for you. And, you know, that, you know, we want you to be able to achieve the things that are important to you. So that's the message that you put, you put across when you put together that, that package for them.
2: I I think it's really, I think it's really important. And, you know, um, we send out a swag box to our members every month and our member of the month, but I, I feel like people need to feel that we care about them, mm. you know, and you know, every everybody does an email or a text. And I think there is something really special about, you know, writing a personal note and sending something through snail mail. I think, I think right now it's funny. I had a conversation with somebody at Amazon because, you know, Barnes and Noble borders. I mean, Barnes and Noble is okay, but Borders went out of business. Yeah. You know, the bookstore. And why did that happen? Is because everybody was on their phones and their tablets. What they found out is the millennials want things that are tangible. <laughs> and the reality is only 4% of people ever finish an e-course. Yeah. So the more you can make it tangible for people because it's, um,
1: yeah.
2: it's 3 and 4D. Versus just, there's more connection.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. No, that's well, well put. Uh, okay. Well, we got some more, everybody. We got more to come from Leah Woodford again. We have to go to break here shortly. But again, you know, when you're thinking about scaling your business, you got to think about building your brand and your business simultaneously. You're going to learn a little bit more in the next segment, uh, how to get in contact with Leah to find out more about doing that. And again, it's about creating value up front. Again, you don't want to put the cart before the horse. So again, anybody that is just joining us again, you can listen to this show in its entirety later here today on demand. So again, you don't feel like, well, I missed the first segment. Don't worry, you can watch it in its entirety later here today, here at Voice American Influencers Channel. We're going to be going to commercial break, but we'll be right back in two minutes.
0: Now, back to sustainable
1: success. Well, welcome back again. We are talking about create value up front and the money will follow. We're all talking, we're talking with Leah Woodford again. She is the founder and CEO of SmartFem Media Group. Again, you're going to be learning about how you can learn more about what they do and helping your brand either personally and for your business here. So stick around. You're going to get the contact information. And so Leah, we had uh, left off talking about, you know, uh, you know, again, you know, talking about the power of working with others that can help us in our business. Let's talk about partnerships, the strategic partnerships that can really help our businesses evolve and how we can kind of use that, you know, that that when we give, we also receive.
2: Well, I'm going to say, first of all, strategic partnerships are really great, but I also want to just digress a little bit. Um, Don't, Go into a partnership with somebody until you really know them, because yeah. you are married to them, and that happened to me. And of course, we had to have a law firm and everything to get this woman out of it. So, I'm not as big on partnerships now as I am on strategic partnerships, and that is where um, somebody has a skill set that you don't have, and or maybe they have influence that you don't have but you can provide value for them and they can push your product or service to their audience for me like chris you're a great strategic partner because i because your message resonates with my conference attendees i mean it's it's great and then i'm going to also say i'd love you to do an article for um the in-flight magazine uh lead entertainment i'd love to put you in there because oh, you know, i love to we fly celebrities we fly CEOs and we fly athletes so your message resonates with that audience
1: yeah so yeah, and i'd love to an
2: article I have to write
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me know what you need and i'll get it for you
2: <laughs> so um, see look how easy that is you know see? <laughs> um and i put him on the spot so he had to say yes right oh, of course
1: i would have said yes anyway
2: i know you um the other thing is, I think I think that we really we really have to care about our strategic partner. It really has to be equally yoked, and I think this is where you know feelings get hurt, partnerships go awry. Is I think you have to have that understanding right up front. You know, here's what I'm going to do. Um, here's what I'd like for you to do, and and you mutually agree upon it, and sometimes that goes sideways with certain people, you know, they don't deliver, but I'm just going to say, before you bring somebody into a strategic partner, get to know them, but also Mm -hmm. get to know who they hang with because you are the sum of the five people that you hang with. And sometimes the people that you hang with are great, but I've noticed, you know, they may be hanging with some unhealthy elements. I mean, that happened at my last summit. You know, I was kind of talked into bringing somebody to the stage. The guy didn't show. Yeah. You know, said he was sick. And then I saw him on Facebook playing with his dogs at the beach. Yeah. You know, he won't be invited back to the stage again. So look for, and I didn't really know him, but I had a couple of people saying, you need to talk to this guy. Yeah. I did. And I'm okay with you being sick, but when you're playing on the beach... And then you're on, you know, somebody else's virtual stage the next day. I go, oh, mm. you know, so yeah. I look for what you say, what you do, and the people you hang with. That's what I look at. Yeah. And, um, because you can't help it. I mean, it's such a crazy world. And, you know, I'll never, I'll never disclose this guy's name. I just know that I won't bring him on my stage. You know, no. there's no hard feelings.
1: No, absolutely. It comes down to they, it's, it's, va- it's those values. <laughs> absolutely. It's the values. It's the values that you treasure. And those are, those are the things that you, we got to honor. And I think sometimes we got to really honor our values because that's where boundaries come into play. Because, because again, that and that also will protect our brands right? You
2: you always have to be thinking about your brand. You know, here's, here's, I'm going to give you guys the the backstory on this. I built a virtual stage in my TV studio. And the caveat was that my speakers had to fly in to be on the stage. If you couldn't fly in, I wasn't going to put you on the stage because it's not fair to the people that flew in. But also, you know, Asking people to be there for two full days on Zoom where it's just like here, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple of hours is okay, but eight hours, you know, day in, I learned from the last one, Zoom fatigue is real. Mm -hmm. And so, I asked everybody, they agreed, and then all of a sudden, you know, the day of, I get the email or the text message. That's not cool.
1: Yeah. That's
2: not cool. Do what you say you're going to do, honor it, or make it up to me.
1: Well, Exactly. Well, yeah, like I said.
2: Funny, so.
1: <laughs> um, you know, it's like you know, if there's unforeseen circumstances like a plane, you know, gets canceled. Absolutely. I mean, hey, th- things happen. But but no, I exactly know. I and mean, and that and that's one of the things that, you know, things I value personally, you know, I'm tr- I, my values are transparency, honesty, integrity. But I value people who follow through and commit. When they commit to something and follow through, that really resonates with me. Like, I just feel like like you know, they're not, they're not people pleasing, but they're, but they're, they're, they're stepping up to do something they said they were going to do. And that is so important. So. It
2: it is, especially when you're running a conference. Yes. When you are counting on speakers to come in and talk and, you know, I put a lot of money into that studio. You know, um, for just so a point of reference, it was not the nine million dollar Tony Robbins studio, <laughs>
0: but
2: you know, we had to build a computer that could host it. It was four massive four K screens, yes, and you know, with a with a com- not only the computer but also the camera in the middle, so that my so that my speakers got full stage. And what was great with my audience is we could also have panels. So what makes what made it really different in the COVID world was um, the reason people are having COVID fatigue is because they're not being able to see the full body. You know, um, subconsciously, we're always looking, you know, does he have a rock? Does he have a knife? That's just our primal. And when we can't see the body language, remember only 7% of communication is verbal. So we're looking at body language. and, And when we only have a box right here, it, it, it wears us out because the subconscious is just going in overdrive. So Damn. I really researched that. And I thought, you know, and then I saw Tony, I said, I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, it was a big investment and it was worth it. And then the other thing was, I thought, you know, I got to reward my VAPs and my speakers for flying out in, in the middle of the pandemic. So that's why we created the, VIP hanger party. And that's why we always do because um, I don't pay my speakers. They do it because they are wonderful people. They bring value and they get clients. You know, it has to be a, it has to be a win-win situation. I want you to get clients, you yeah. know, and by putting you on my stage, I am, I am promoting you, but I'm also endorsing you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and the whole experience is so, hard. I mean, the VIP party, is definitely something that just closes everything out on a high note. I I always look forward to those, those, those uh, parties. There's so much fun.
2: (laughs) You always have an invitation, my love. Yes.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. We'll always gladly fly out from New York to Phoenix. And then drive to Scottsdale. I wish I could fly right into Scottsdale, but, but we can't do it on a commercial plane.
2: <laughs> well, and I, I've got some good news. We've got, we got a couple of new Lear 60s that are nice. stunning.
1: Nice. <laughs> nice. So beautiful. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, it, the private jet world is a wonderful place. I, You know, I spent uh, about seven years of my 18 years in that segment. Uh, the other 11 were in in uh, commercial aviation. So I used to deal with the commercial jets. But um, but but I remember I used to broker both. So I remember well, back in the day.
2: Come <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, uh Chris. It's still something really dear to me. And I know that one of the gentlemen that was on here earlier on Facebook, Tom Harmony, he, he, he spent his whole career in aviation. So he could definitely re- respect that as well. I yeah. love it. It
2: yeah. is, um, you know, I don't know. I'm on, on my second husband, who was a, a a pilot, my dad was a pilot. It's I grew up around aviation. I love it. I, I was the son he didn't have till a second marriage twenty years later.
1: <laughs> I remember you telling me you were, you were like that the that, that tomboy that you know. Yeah.
2: I was. I was turning wrenches at seven and helping him maintain his cars and his planes and. I still love it. Those those memories ground me, and there's nothing more special than being up in the clouds with my beloved because I get to see him in his element.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's such a wonderful experience. You know, uh, you know the aviation world, and like you said, you're around it all the time. Your 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 office is right there on the perimeter of the airport and the hangar there. So uh, no, it's I a it's it. a great place. And and yeah. like you said, you're serving your your magazine, serving the in-flight for private jets. So that's- Well,
2: actually I created their in-flight.
1: Okay. Got it. Got (laughs) it. Got it.
2: Magazine. But um, it's a lot of fun and um, people are held hostage and in a plane. The great thing about those magazines is they're going in the hands of people with money and you know, they take (laughs) them.
1: Yes, they do. They do. They want something in their hands. So- they don't something in their hands. No question about it. So, uh, no, this is great. Well, I wanted to, you know, I I wanted to leave some time. We have about less than three minutes. I want to let people know where they can learn more about you and where they can find you in terms of, you know, if, if they're looking at, hey, I want to build my brand. Maybe I'm looking for my own magazine. I'm looking for different ways that can, you know, I can be more compelling to others. Share how people can get in contact with you and what you're up
2: Oh, well, first of all, I'm on all the social media platforms, but uh, you can go to smartfemmediagroup.com. That's my parent company. And I have an amazing... Uh, Facebook group. Chris is in it. It's the Smart Fem Network for Authors, Speakers, and Entrepreneurs. And I, I hang there a lot, and I bring in some heavy hitters there. So, if you're really looking to start a business or take it to the next level, I have so many amazing people there.
1: Yes, you do. It is It is definitely a great community. We definitely encourage those uh, on Facebook. Definitely, you know, uh, stop by the Smart Fem group. You know, feel free to Browse around and you know join the group. There's always great content, always great information, great interaction. That's that's what's even more important is the interaction.
2: You know, so. Chris, you're one of you're one of my engagement um, <laughs> specialists. You go in there every day, and I have to tell you, it takes a lot of pressure off me because I have so many amazing people in that group that provide. Just amazing value every single day, and I love the I love the community. Um, they're my tribe, you know. So thank you for all the things that you do to give value and these just amazing mindset things every day. Thank oh, you.
1: it's my my pleasure. It's a pleasure to go in there, and I've met so many great people through your your group and your connections, and and at the Smart Fem Summit you know, the virtual, I mean, not only the uh, in-person events, but also virtual. And it's just, again, you just continue to deliver on all these fronts with everything you do. And what's even more important is why you do it. You know, that's that's what's even more important. We have less than a minute, and I just wanted to give you 30 seconds if there's any last words or or wisdom you'd like to share with the audience here today.
2: I'm just going to say, don't be a lone ranger or a lone wolf you know, we can go further, faster together.
1: Yes. Oh, I love that. So take advantage of that. Again, there are people out there that, you know, perhaps in your sphere of influence that you haven't talked to, these could be people you could be working with, developing partnerships with. Again, you know, Leah talked about that earlier. So again, we encourage you to check out the show in its entirety later here today. Leah, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to be here as always. And guests, or or listeners actually, listeners, that, you know, joining us each and every week here, every Thursday, the sustainable success way. We, again, we wouldn't be here, would be where we are if it was for you. This show is about you and we'll continue to bring back guests like Leah, sharing their words of wisdom and helping to scale your business, your brands, and your personal lives to the next level. Till then, we'll see you next Thursday and have a great rest of your week.